What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Kendra. We're so happy to be back. This is episode 28. And just a little heads up, you guys. After this episode, we are going on a two-week holiday break. And then we'll be back. But let's get into it. Kendra, what you been up to? How was your week? How was your weekend? So uh, my week was pretty good. Um, The kids had like appointments and stuff. And this weekend, we actually, after Kenan got out of school, Bryson woke up from his nap. It was still kind of early, and my husband was already done with work. So we're like, let's go to Target. (laughs) Yeah, we haven't been to Target as a family in a while. We needed a couple things. And I don't think we actually, I don't think all four of us have ever been to Target together. But, um, yeah, but we'll talk more about that Target trip later in our mama moments. <laughs> nice. um, and then Saturday, we actually got a chance to do a family photo shoot so that we can get some holiday um, photos together to send out to family and friends. So uh, that went pretty well. We went to this um, park. Uh, what is it called? The Hun- Huntington Community Park or something like that. It's really nice. Like it's huge, but it's really nice. And when I tell you so many families, weddings, everybody was taking pictures. Like, oh wow. Everywhere you look, there was a group of people with a photographer. There was a whole group What of city? People. It's in Huntington Beach. Oh, okay. And um it was really nice. A big park, really big. Um, so many different places to take um photos. They had like this little area where a girl was like skating, like uh, roller skating. Hmm. They have like these big trees that you can sit on. Like it's really beautiful. I was excited to see how the pictures came out. Um, she actually just texted me that she's gonna be sending them soon, so that was fun. And then uh, Sunday, what did I do Sunday? Sunday I went to church, and then hung out with some friends. And then Sunday evening. I actually went to a birthday celebration where she wanted to do like yoni steaming. Have you oh, ever done wow. You know what? It's on my list of to to try in 2022. Yeah, it's really nice. I wasn't actually able to steam on Sunday because I kind of got there late, but um, I have done it before. And it's actually a friend of mine who has a business. Um, it's in Long Beach. It's called Bethany Rose, but she customs customizes the blend for your needs if you guys have never done yoni steaming like it's incredible like it just really helps the body and whatever your needs are if you're wanting to have a baby if you just had a baby if you have a regular cycle fibroids like it can cater to so many different um different needs so we actually learned a lot she's like super educated on the um topic so um we did that and then we went to dinner so that was my weekend it was went by kind of quick but it was nice i enjoyed myself how about you how was your weekend nice so let me tell you about this let me tell you about this weekend okay (laughs) three quick things okay you know how we come to record this podcast right right so one of these days that I came to do the pop, the I did the podcast or I went to a pop up one of the two, my you know dad's be daddy and and he started the kids watching Harry Potter, 
Now, okay. that is not a movie I, for say, would have chose for my children to watch. Right. <laughs> but now the whole family is into it. And it's kind of funny because, you know, dads do things that you would never do. Mm-hmm. And now that I watch the kids, with, now that I watch the movie with the kids, because I've never seen the movies either. Mm-hmm. But my I'm husband had seen all of them. Mm-hmm. And it's not a movie choice I would have ever picked for my kids, but now we're all into it. And I'm actually kind of, even though it's, it's something I would have never chose for them to watch as little kids, oh now I'm actually kind of happy that they watched it. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes against a lot of my little beliefs, not little beliefs, but belief system, I guess. But now that I've seen them watch it, I kind of am happy that they did because. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I think, good for them to know that it's not good and bad. Sometimes it's good and evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. And absolutely. So for them to be able to tap into like, no, that is bad. That is evil. Like that. Mm-hmm. And so, and then playing with this, also letting them know that this stuff isn't real, but they understand the concept is good and bad and evil, but mm-hmm. those whole wizard stuff is not real or this, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for their age group, and so now it's become a whole family thing, and um, I think they're watching the last episode, the last movie tonight without me, but I was like, I knew you guys were going to do this without me, and so <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of funny, and my daughter calls it um, Peter Pan. She's like, we got to watch Peter Pan tonight. <laughs> so she's going she's gonna to grow up and be like, oh yeah, you mean Peter Pan? We're like, no, this is Harry Potter, and so <laughs> we plan to take them to... Um, Universal Studios so they could see it. Oh, nice. So that happened. Then we did the holiday stuff. Like, we went to go see lights. We, I jumped the older kids in the car, and I said, hey, we're going to go see lights. We did the hot cocoa, went through Candy Lane, which is me and the big kids, and Christmas music blazing, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to get to the good part, okay? Now I'm going <laughs> to get to the good part. Uh-huh. On Friday night, I said, you know what? my time as in my period should have came by now mm-hmm. where is she right like uh-huh. it's, it's time right my body hurts like I just feel like my body's been hurting for a long time so then I'm like okay I'm gonna take a test in the morning because mm-hmm. I've been saying all this week I'm gonna take a test I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take a test so the next morning my husband leaves to the grocery store I take this test and I'm like oh my god this test says I'm pregnant this test says I'm pregnant this ah. test says I'm pregnant I'm full blown I called him and said I need you to buy more tests at the grocery store my whole life flashes oh in front of me like a whole year of pregnancy again can I handle oh that gosh. is that some, all these range of emotions just like <laughs> whoa right right he comes home he gives me the box then he looks at my test the test I took before and he's on the phone and he just keeps talking on the phone and I'm like he just kept talking on the phone why did he get off the phone and talk to me but I'm like yeah so then I take a second test I'm I'm like oh my god this test says negative right and I'm like okay that first test I took that was an old test that I just happened to have for a while right maybe that's an old test like I got one positive one negative like what is it right I'm freaking out right (laughs) But I took the test so close that I didn't have enough pee to, like, do it again. Yeah. So now I'm just drinking all this water, and I'm sitting on the couch. My husband starts cooking lunch or whatever, and then 
I get mad at him. I'm like, he's still on the phone. How come he isn't coming to talk to me about this? Like, right. I'm pissed, right? Yeah. And I, he comes to say, hey, babe, do you want some bacon? I'm like, you know, I just think it's so funny that um, <laughs> you know that I'm freaking out about this test and you're not asking me about it. Right. You're not, you're not, you know, this is a, a life plan. Like, this is, this is serious, you right. know? Yeah. He's like, well, when I went upstairs, I saw that your first test was negative. And I was like, what are you talking about? It, it was positive. Right. And he was like, no, remember the, it's the line and the line. It was negative. And I was like, no, no, no. I can read directions, sir. <laughs> it was positive. Uh-huh. And he was like, let me Google it. Girl, the test was negative. Oh, my gosh. What kind of test was it? <laughs> it's the one where it's a line on this side and then it's a line on the other side. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and so it wasn't just a regular, like, pregnant or not pregnant. I know? thought you was going to say you accidentally took an ovulation test instead. <laughs> no. It was a real test. I read it wrong. Oh, my gosh. But that said, it, 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 but you know what? God knew that I needed to experience that. <laughs> so you could be, not be out here uh, willy-nilly with it. <laughs> <laughs> I turned 35 uh, this 2020. Right. Right. And it took that um, experience to say, I'm good. I'm good. Sometimes some people need a little extra help, and God came through (laughs) with some help. Okay. Some milk. With your three. Huh? I said, So you good with your three? Is that what you figured out? I'm good. I'm real good. Because I started playing through my head like, pregnancy again um labor again mm-hmm. and I'm like my daughter's you know she's gonna be eight months t- on this week Tuesday eight months mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my goodness eight months apart another two years or whatever of diapers I've already <laughs> done six years of diapers I gotta not do I'm gonna do eight like I'm gonna right. do start calculating everything all over again you start calculating you just start cal- just exactly just start calculating i'm like oh my goodness and, it, with, and with shop saying cole i really had to put everything like slowed it down so that i could balance with having a baby and a business so mm-hmm. i'm like oh my goodness a two under two and then the older kids <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> i started googling how to be a mom with four kids (laughs) and I was looking at the people and I was like I can't I can't do it oh my gosh you would have been able to pull it together if you needed to I don't know (laughs) I don't know I'm crying like yeah so that was that was my holiday scare that's crazy yeah that that would have been that would have been crazy y'all yeah I have a friend who had back-to-back uh, well she's about to have her um, her second this will be her fourth child but she just her youngest daughter is a year old like she just turned a year a few months ago oh wow and she's about to have um so she was like I'm gonna tell them they twins <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at it, okay? Yes, I can't wait. They're so cute. Anyways. That is uh, so good. Yeah, so let's jump into our hot topics. Listen, the hot topics are coming in hot. We got a little, do a little, um, 
you know, we're going to jump right into the holiday hot topic, okay? Because it's the holiday season, so why not jump into it? Right. Uh, somebody asked Somebody asked a question, I think, on Twitter, and the Shade Room shared it. And it said, a friend of mine is married. Mother-in-law bought matching PJs for all the kids, except the one that doesn't belong to her son. Is she wrong? She's dead wrong. Dead uh, wrong. Like, why would she do that to a child? They post the photo. It's so so her son has one, two, three, four, five children with this woman and one child bef- before her. And you you mean you mean you bought one, two, three, four, five, you couldn't buy six? At that time you spending money, money, okay, on these pajamas. Yeah, that's just crazy. And why would you isolate? I just feel like the other girl, I think it's a little girl, a little boy, I can't tell, but their yeah. kid is a part of this family now. Yeah. So why would you isolate and make that child feel some type of way? Like, even if you don't like the mother or whatever the case may be, like, why would you punish the child to to just highlight the fact that they are different or they're a bonus child like oh that's evil um i'm gonna tell you one thing if i had a child with somebody else and then my mother-in-law gave me matching pajamas for the kids that um were her sons and not and not for the w- one child that's not biologically right. i'm telling you one thing um i'm gonna throw them pajamas away yeah no either either they're all gonna wear them or they're not wearing them at all and i will buy them pajamas so that they can all match together exactly they would never even know so two don't even put the kids in the pajamas why you put the kids in the pajamas them pajamas take a picture yeah and then have enough to take a picture no see but sometimes i feel like people be doing stuff for the internet because i would not put my baby through that yeah like i would not do that like because the child is going to show up and be like because either it's it's so many other options it could have been well unless they showed up and then she just had the pajamas and they didn't have any other like yeah that's true pajamas ready but i'm thinking like if she gave them to them ahead of time and they knew ahead of time like you could always go and buy the buy the extra pair or like you said just swipe it all out for a new design but some people are just evil and vindictive like I feel like that had to be a shot to the mom and not the child obviously yeah you know when I saw this story I instantly thought of uh Lonnie Love she I remember one time on the reel like a long time ago she shared that one of her 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 mom's ex-husband one year um bought her sibling a Christmas gift and not her mm. and or she didn't get a gift or something like that and she, she was at her old age not she's not old but at her older age she still cried about it like she remembered the pain that it yeah. felt that she that she was left out of the Christmas gift or whatever and she was crying like she was like it was so hurtful and yeah. I just think about how much energy kids put into the holiday season and so the holiday season is supposed to be such a joyful time especially for children and so for you to leave a child out it's just evil yeah that's that's completely unacceptable and the husband like 
everybody i feel like all the adults in this situation like could have made better choices because yeah. he should have stepped in and co- as soon as his mom was passing out the pajamas he should have been collecting them okay like oh you don't have any for her well, they're not wearing them you might as well take them back because they're not we're not doing this you know but yeah everybody is different what else we got girl listen okay so over the weekend there was the larry hoover benefit concert with kanye west featuring drake and kanye with his big self really thought it was a great idea to go on there and at the end of a song say uh run back to me run back to me run back to me kimberly right everybody knows about that part right Mm -hmm. um but something that didn't catch up as much speed is that song he was singing was originally allegedly about amber rose right and two his kids and kim and their families were all and their kids as friends were all there watching the concert so when he says run back to me run back to me run back to me specifically kimberly i couldn't imagine like already having this talk with my kids that we're gonna be separating and then right in front of them it says run back to me run back to me specifically kimberly right because that just causes more confusion for the kids like if i'm I'm pretty sure they presented this to the kids as a united front like mommy and daddy are choosing to separate we love you we we still care about each other but we're not gonna be all living in the same household yada 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 but then when he goes and does something like that and she is not trying to be with him, it makes her look like the bad guy. Yeah, especially it seems like she already has a lot of, not trouble, but like with North, it already seems like she gets a lot of kickback with North. Like North seems like a feisty one. So to yeah. then have to explain that to your daughter, it's just it's just a lot. And so allegedly... Um, they're stating that when that happened, it, Kim felt embarrassed and that she immediately called her lawyer and said to file the legal separation because they hadn't actually filed it yet. Right. So that's why the next day we've heard right away, like I promise it was like 8 a.m. in California. Yes. <laughs> and it said, Kim, file. Because when those things file, they like tell TMZ, like that yes. stuff is like really it's fast. So, so people that i'm sure people are hired to scan yes. for these type of things so yeah and it's so crazy because as soon, all lately when he does something she immediately reacts or something yeah. like when he um was doing the drink champs and then he was talking about how that was his wife and da, da, da. literally the next day a photo comes out of her with pete holding hands holding hands like he- hella public now it's like come back to me Kimberly and she like nope I need my paperwork filed set in stone I'm out of here you tripping I'm not coming back you ain't getting me back like let's move on <laughs> and, and we're done here and we're done here and we're done okay when I said I'm done I, I meant that and I so, feel like too when, when women get to the point of done Mm-hmm. I feel like that's such a hard thing to come back from because once you go to that other side of like I'm done, yes, it's just like I'm done, right? You know, 
So it would be in his best interest and the interest of the children that he just refrains from being public about his feelings because at the end of the day, it's he's not really taking that into consideration, it seems like, because it just confuses them. Yeah. Like, why is daddy saying that he wants mommy when he told us that they agreed that they weren't going to be together? Mom, yeah. what are you doing? Do you know daddy loves you? Do you know, you know, like, it just makes it, like, so difficult. And we know these kids are on the internet because we seen a video of North the other day giving a full-on house tour. Yep. And she is hilarious. I was cracking up because she was like, the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> so funny he is hilarious but yeah and i read something too that kim took off west on her instagram let me see did she no it's still there yeah i um, thought it was i feel like i don't know i don't know but anyways that saga that saga is gonna go on for a long time sad to say yeah. That back and forth. That's not. I don't. I don't ever think that's gonna really get to a pretty place. No, because he is not a person to back down. Like he's. If he has a thought, it seems as though if he has a thought about something, he feels some type of way. Like he's gonna let it be known. He is not ruled by anyone, and you know. And word on the street is allegedly he might become the new creative director of Louis Vuitton taking over where Virgil left. That's the word on the street. That's interesting. So could you imagine if he becomes a creative, creative director of Louis Vuitton and he puts their next winter collection and names it Kim Kardashian? Girl, I would not be surprised. <laughs> I would not be surprised. Or a purse. Whole, and I don't even and it just says Kimberly on the per, on the purse. Honey, and I don't even think she would be mad at that because she would have her lawyers up in there like you can I use my name and likeness <laughs> unless you put in that check, okay? And you know you need to write that check because even in their marriage he had to write the check, okay? But and congrats to her too because she passed her baby bar. So Oh yeah, that was huge. <clears throat> yeah, I was like, wow, she she really was putting in the work for that. Yeah. Okay. And now we have a sad update. Uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about a football player, um, Zach Stacy, who was seen on video literally just brutal, uh, brutally beating her. Yeah, brutally beating the mother of his child, throwing her around the room into the TV. Like yeah, let the TV fall on her. It was just really graphic. It was terrible. It was so bad, and she got online. I think this was during the same time as uh, Danny Lee, but she got online and was like begging, had to beg for police to like look for him and say where he was. She had to go to social media for it to happen, like post the video because mm -hmm. the police wasn't willing to go like get him or whatever. Mm -hmm. So an uh, update with that is recently Zach Stacy alleges that the ex-girlfriend stage the assault seen in the viral video after he expressed he no longer wanted a relationship with her like bro how and i watched the video of him trying to explain um how she staged it and made it all up and da da da, da. and he when he was saying it, he kind of like mixed up his words and the officer was like i thought you said such and such and he was like no i mean oh because he was like 
yeah, she tried to smash my uh, my lawyer and he was like, the same lawyer who's, who's about to come here and help you? He's like, no, I mean my accountant. Sir. They're, they're not the same, okay? One. <laughs> they're not the same. And two, how do you stage something like that? If, he, if he's saying stage by meaning that she knows that he, when he gets upset, he beats her up, so she set up cameras to catch him in the act because nobody probably believed what she was saying, if, that, if that's what he means by stage, because how can she set you up to beat her up? Like there should be nothing that she can say or do to provoke you to throw a t her into the TV and let it fall on her and like punch her. Like there shouldn't be anything that she can do to set you up to do that. Yeah. It's not already in you. Yeah. That's just, it's just, oh God, it just makes your stomach hurt. Like that video yeah, too, that was hard. a brutal yeah. video. Nobody sets themselves up to get beat up like that. No. In front of her child, too. Like, you're yeah. crazy. Yeah, like, what? Bro. You're crazy. Anyway, he he would have did better denying that that was him in the video, because video was a little foggy, so he might have did, did better with that, but... <laughs> That's true! He should... If he would have denied it was him, that would have probably been... Yeah, yeah he should have he should have rolled that train if he was trying to get out of it, but staging, like, bro, you sound silly. So like, that is a very far reach. Like, even if it's staged, that don't make it right. Right. Like, what kind of... I was confused. I'm just like, what? <laughs> he needs help. He needs help. Anyways, anyways, I think it's time for these mama moments. Mama moment, mama, mama moment. Okay. So, uh, like I said, we went to Target over the weekend. And uh, a couple things. So, you know, when your kids are of a certain age, especially with their not being like Toys R Us, like things are very different for our kids. Like when we were little, we had Toys R Us, we had commercials, like we watched regular television with commercials to find out what was the hot new toy, what's coming out, and we could kind of like make our list from there. Right. Well, we live in the era of streaming. Not many people have cable kids don't like to watch commercials. They want to fast forward through things. So it's really hard to figure out like what your kid's going to want for Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. So I had the right idea. Let's go to Target, you know, so I can get ideas for Santa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So our trip to Target, we went to Target. I'm like, oh, what do you want to tell Santa? Let's send him like an email. Like, what what are we going to send to Santa? He's like, oh, can we call him? Because my husband had him FaceTime Santa the other day. Oh, nice. So um, I'm like, okay. So I'm taking pictures of things and, you know, walking through. So my husband is like putting stuff in the cart. I didn't know. He's like putting stuff underneath the, um, underneath the stroller. <laughs> to buy for him and I'm like what is he doing <laughs> so he assumes that my son is not going to see the things that are in the stroller so we're just walking through the store he doesn't see it for a long time then he's looking he's like hey what's that and I'm like oh shoot he's seen it <laughs> 
What did he say? He's like, oh, is that such and such? And I'm like, oh, no, it's not. It was nothing under there. Let's just keep walking. So he, we were letting him get a toy because he had a good day or, or a week at school. Something happened. I forget why we were letting him get something. So he had the one toy in his hands. And then he was like, no, I want that. Like pointing to what's in the car. And I'm like, there's nothing in the car. Just keep walking. <laughs> scoot along now. Scoot along now. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. He's irritated because he's like, he ain't supposed to be looking down there. Why would he look down there? And I'm like, why would you think he's not going to look down there? But anyway. <laughs> like he, if anything, he's at the best eye, like. Yes. Height to be able to see it down there. Yeah, so we like talking under our breath, like, dang, he, he just he just messing it up. So he's so smart. He's like, uh, he's like, oh, I think I'm gonna put this one back. I'd rather have that. So at that at that point, we were like, oh, just give it to him. Like, we'll put the other thing back. Like, whatever. Yeah. And um, so I'm like, okay, well, if you don't want this one and you get that one, you're not getting both. I'm like, but if you want, Santa can get you the other one later. And so he's like, no, I want that one, the one that's in the basket. So I'm like, okay. So I gave him the one in the basket, and then we're walking up to the register, and he's like, oh, no, I just want the other one. I just want the other one. So I gave him the other one he originally had. I told him, walk in front of the stroller, like, okay, let's just keep walking. So I'm walking with him. My husband takes the other one, puts it back under the cart. So we pay for the stuff separately so that he doesn't see, right? Right. But somehow he still saw it. So he's like smiling, like he's holding the one he originally had. He's smiling, like walking to the car. And so when we get home, he's looking in all the bags and he's like, my husband, he's put his thinking cap on. Before we all get out the car, he took the bags in and hid them or whatever. So we get to the uh, <laughs> So we get in the house and my son, he, he's looking through all the bags. He's like, where's such and such? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, where's such and such? I saw it in the cart. I saw it under there. And I'm like, no, we put it back. Remember you said you didn't want it. And he's like, no, you had it in there. You had it in there. They put it in the bag. Where's the bag? <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm like, boy, we did not get that. I told you, if you wanted it, you don't have to call Santa and tell him that you want it. Like, you you made a decision. You chose this over that. And then he's like, oh, man. But I was just cracking up because I'm like, this fool thought he really got us because he was just smiling and walking to the car like, I got both. And I'm like, boy. He was like, I, I got him. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, these kids are too smart. But yeah, word to the wise, don't try to get over on your kids because they're watching everything. Okay, they watch everything. That's too funny, but he's so smart. He's so smart. Okay, so my mama moment. Um, over the weekend, we had this uh, snowman we had to make for my son's class, right? Oh, wow. So he, it's just a paper cutout. Like, you cut out the snowman. Oh, okay, okay. But he got it like a week earlier and he was super excited. He even told me, mom, I have to turn it in on Monday, the 13th. Um, and we have to do it over the weekend. And he's like, I'm going to start on it today. Like the first day he got it, he worked on it. Right. He's oh, one of those good. kids. Uh huh. 
So he cuts out the snowman. He gives the snowman this really cool haircut. I should I should post it once I get back. Uh, <laughs> he gives the snowman this really cute hair hairstyle. And he's like, oh, mom, the, so Sunday night, Sunday night, it's time for them to go to bed. Everybody's showered. Everybody's eating dinner. We're all ready, right? Mm-hmm. He goes, mom, we have to turn in the snowman tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And he's like, we need glue so we can finish it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay. So he, I'm searching everywhere for this glue. This is before the shower. So while he's showering and stuff, I'm looking for the glue. I'm looking. No, no, no. After. I don't know. It's around this time, right? I'm looking for the glue, looking for the glue, cannot find the glue anywhere. So I'm like, you know what? It's bedtime. We'll just get up super early tomorrow and we'll go buy glue. And he's like, I was like, you know, maybe we could just turn it in on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mom, my teacher said we need to turn it in on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> and we just need glue. And I was like, or, and then so we can't, I can't find the glue and so I'm about to give up just do it in the morning he's like kind of sad about it and I was like oh wait you know what I was like Austin we could use tape why don't we use tape uh-huh. and he's like mom that's a great idea and I was like but do you know where any tape is and he you know kids always got a side of tape hidden somewhere. Right. <laughs> he's like mom I got tape <laughs> he's like I got tape he oh, runs upstairs he grabs the tape. He comes back down. And I was like, okay, perfect. So then we decide, like, we're going to do the arms and the boots. And so I cut out all the stuff. We end up giving him a cape. And as he's taping the stuff down, so I cut the stuff up. And he's, as he's taping it down, mm-hmm. putting the last little color stuff on it, he goes, Mom, we make a great partnership. Oh, not partnership. Come on. I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like, he just smiled and looked at me and said, oh, we make, like, we, like, we had a job to do. Yeah. We had a timeline. We was on crunch time and we got it done. And he was so proud that Aww. we got it done. And I was like, oh my gosh. I, I that. In, in that moment, I was like, he really said partnership. Right. Um, <laughs> That's a great word. Not teamwork, nothing. Right. But it was kind of one of those moments that felt good, too, because I think sometimes with boys, even though they're super loving and they just, like, super love their moms, they have, like, this different relationships, I feel like, at least with my son, with their dad, where they're able to do a lot more things that they're both interested in. Yeah. Like, we still have a lot of things together that we're both interested in, but he has way more with his dad. You know what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. And so... For us to do that project together. And then my husband had the nerve to get a little jealous. He was like, are you doing all the work? Like, because I'm cutting off the stairs. And I'm like, um, Miss blah, 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 said, this is a family project, actually. Mm-hmm. He was like, <laughs> all snooty. And I was like, yeah. I know you heard the partnership comment. Right. Don't, so, get, don't get jealous. Don't get jealous. And, um, you know whatever anyways we finished the snowman it ended up coming out really cool it had like a little cape on it and we did the tape to where everything all the tape is hidden so it's real clean but anyway i could go on about the snowman forever i'm gonna end it at that (laughs) we get so proud of our family projects kendon had one too we have to do a gingerbread man nice yeah so it's it's always a good time especially when you like all right we gotta get this done <laughs> yeah like we gotta get this done. and then it was so funny because i t- when i first saw him like we'll just turn it in on tuesday 
he was like kind of bummed about it and then when he got home today from school he was like mom we could have turned it in on Tuesday because like I guess a lot of kids forgot or didn't get it done over the weekend and I was like it's okay like we got it done when it was supposed to be done like that's we did a good job yeah and that's good that he likes to to do his assignments on time and not rely on that extra time so that's really good yes he's real into art (laughs) I love it all right, let's jump into our main topic for today. Uh, we are heading towards the end of the year. Yes. And with this being our last episode of the year, we decided to talk about some goals for goal setting for the upcoming year. And we kind of want to share our perspective and give some tips on setting goals for the new year. So um, we know. New year comes, everybody has resolutions and goals and different things like that, but we don't want to set ourselves up for failure this year. We want to kind of like be intentional about how we're setting these goals, what tools can we use to make sure we're able to execute them. And so we've come up with a list and Nicole's going to start with the first one. All right. All right, friends. Um, Now, when it comes to setting goals, I like to take this piece of advice that I actually originally got from Oprah Winfrey herself. All right. She called you girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never forget one one year I took a, I posted a picture of Oprah like near Christmas time in front of a Christmas tree Uh and my comments blew up like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're hanging out with Oprah today. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, (laughs) yeah, I'm not with Oprah. (laughs) I had to like, res- I think it might still be, I had to like respond to people like, I'm not, I don't, I, it was a not mess. actually with Oprah, okay? Yeah, it was just a picture of Oprah in front of a Christmas tree. Anyways, um, oh. so to start the year, just before you get to the process of planning goals, I think one of the most important things that you can do is get to a place of stillness, mm-hmm. a place of, you know, life can be really chaotic and you got to get to that point where your mind and your body is kind of aligned and in a calm place because in order to make good decisions you have to get to a mental state of stillness and so to get to that place of stillness some people get there through you know removing a lot of distractions in their life some people get there in a place uh, by doing meditations daily. Some people find like they meditate in different ways. Like mm-hmm. some people find it when they're taking a shower, that quiet time, or some people um, will log off of all social media, mm-hmm. all Facebook, and just get the distractions out. Like however, whatever it takes for you to get to a mental place of stillness, mm-hmm. because in that place of stillness, it allows you to um, get more to the root of yourself. Yeah. And when you're setting such big goals, or you really want your life to go into a direction that's going to be positive for you, and you really want your life to go to a place that's going to be the best for you, because if you set goals in a with your with yourself all over the place you're mm-hmm. not going to hear the right things you need to hear that are going to get you to where you need to get like 
That's when your cool. life is chaotic, it's just like anything. When your life is chaotic, it's hard to um, focus. Yeah, it's hard to focus. And so yeah. when it really comes down to before you even get to the place of deciding what your goals are going to be, I highly recommend that you get to a place of stillness. And stillness is not something I think that happens over a day. Like for mm -hmm. me to get to a place of stillness, um, I've personally taken the month of December off from most of the things that I do. And as the month progresses, I just took more and more things off my plate to get to a place where I'm just kind of at the bare minimum because I just want to get closer and closer and closer to stillness. So stillness yeah. is not always something that happens in a day. So don't expect it to just like, oh, today I'm going to meditate and right. I, I'm, I'm going to be in stillness. It's something that takes time to, to get, yeah, to break down because you got to, your mental state has to get to stillness. Yeah. That's really important too, because these days there's so many things that can cloud our minds and our, our mental and um, like social media, outside influences, like that can make you feel like you need to have a certain goal. Right. And that might not be the the goal that you in your heart would really like but because of the influence that people have on you or what you're seeing and it looks like it's something that you might want to do or people are telling you something that you should do you'll create that goal but deep down it's not even something that you really want right <laughs> right so if you're able to clear your mind clear your thoughts be still and just be with you, be one with yourself pray if that's something that you are into because for me that's something that i like to do my church actually does like a corporate fast at the top of the year so where you can just consecrate yourself and just you know be have a clear thoughts clear mind no distractions and set intent for the for the upcoming year so um yeah, I think that's really important. This is a really good tip, stillness. Yes. Um, also with that, uh, we talked about um, reflection. So um, I think it's important to reflect on the previous year or years and kind of just pinpoint some of the things that have maybe prevented you from achieving goals um, in the previous year like what what may have caused a blockage like what had what prevented me from achieving those goals that i set out in the beginning of the year i know for me i'm gonna be transparent <laughs> one of the things that i end up doing i feel like every year i have been successful at this in some years but a good tool that i've noticed has been good for me is writing hmm. so like journaling things like that so i having good intentions of starting the year out every year you see i have this one journal and it's like january 1st i'm writing three <laughs> four pages right <laughs> i'll find that journal the next year it'd be like january 1st 2020 next page nothing like <laughs> oh man no, so i nothing. may have wrote in a journal maybe five times out of that year yeah. or i'll go in my phone and i'll have a couple of, of journals that i've put in my phone but the goal of completing that journal for that year, it does not happen. Yeah. So I had to think like, what, what is preventing me from doing this? Like, why, 
why am I not able to actually like reach that goal? And I think for me, it's because I haven't really made it a priority. Like it's not something that I've really embedded into my routine. And in order for me to be able to accomplish this goal of journaling daily, I have to really embed it in my routine. Like it has to be like brushing my teeth and washing my face. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, it is, I'm in each year. I'm going to, I keep setting a goal, but this year I'm like, I'm not going to wait till January. Like I, I, I've started doing it already. It hasn't been every day, but, um, just setting, being intentional about making sure that I put it in a place to where I can actually do that is, is going to be a part of my plan. So, um, that's why I think it's just good to reflect so that you can make those necessary changes and not repeat the same pattern year after year. You know, something that might be helpful with that too is I was watching this thing the other day with Tim Ferriss. He's the guy that did the four hour work week. Mm-hmm. And he had a friend that said um, he was a writer. And he said, my only goal every day is to write one sentence. Mm-hmm. And he said, because then it takes all the pressure off of myself. And mm-hmm. some days I write, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 sentences. But mm-hmm. my goal of the day is only to write one. Yeah. So he was like, so on days where I don't feel like writing, I can push out one sentence, you right. know? Yeah. I think for me, it's not not being able to write. It's not setting the time out to do so. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you're a mom, from the time you get up, from the time you lay your head down, you're doing stuff, right? Right, right. So, doing stuff all day long and then at the end of the day i'm just tired and i just want to relax watch a couple shows and go to bed so for me it's it's getting to the pen it's not (laughs) it's not being able to like push it out it's just getting to the pen and the paper so i have to be more intentional about that maybe put my journal on my vanity like where i do my skincare yeah. Maybe just having it there so that if it's in my eyesight, I'm going to make time to do it. So those are, I've, I've come up with my own personal little tips on how to like reach that goal for myself. But in reflection, um, it's prompted me to be able to see like where I went wrong yeah. and I'm acknowledging where I went wrong and then I'm not going to beat myself up for it. I'm not going to get down on it. I'm just going to acknowledge it, learn from it, and then leave it at that. So a part of, that's a part of reflection. So acknowledge the things that didn't work out, learn from it, and then let it go. Allow yourself to have a fresh start. Um, and also celebrate your wins. So whatever did go right in the previous year, don't forget to like celebrate that. Because oftentimes we look at what went wrong or what didn't go our way or what didn't, wasn't a part of the plan. But it's important to celebrate those wins, celebrate those things that did go well, um, the habits, the positive habits that you were able to create so that you can build the momentum to be able to do more. Nice. And it's kind of funny that you brought up that you came up with the idea to put it in a more visible place because... Um, Tim Ferriss talked about that too. He was like, um, like what he's like, whenever I want to be productive, if there's something that you want to do consistently, make sure you put it in a place that's always in front of you. He's like, when I want to get a job done, I'll take like, say I 
my first four hours of my day, I don't want to get distracted. So I'll put my phone in a different room. Mm-hmm. He was like, if you ever want to take something away, mm-hmm. add more steps to it. If you ever want to add something to your life, add less steps to it. That's so, good. yeah. Write that down. <laughs> yeah, he was like, if you want to take away TV out of your life, you should make it complicated. Make it to where when you finish TV, you take all the TV off the wall, all the way down, put it in the other room. And when you want to watch it again, have to pick it up, put it back on the wall, put it all back together and watch it. <laughs> wow, that's extreme. But I mean, hey, if that's a big hang up for you, then it might be necessary. Like, yeah. wow, that's deep. He was like, whatever you want to take out of your life, just add more steps to it and you're not going to do it. Yeah, that's good. Um, so you, you, you did realistic, right? No, we just did reflection. So the next one would be um, to set the different, set different goals um, in each area of your life. Okay, so... Um, yeah, so, um, it's important to kind of like break it down because sometimes if we just set them too broad or, um, if we're not specific about the areas in our life that we want to grow, um, it can kind of like just leave it too broad to where you're not able to accomplish those things in those areas. So it's important to think about yourself, right? So we're moms, but we, and we have families and different things going on, but it's important to make sure that we have personal goals. So be able to set some personal goals for yourself. That could fall under, for me, journaling or working out or having some quality time with yourself. Um, Like I talked about last week, um, having those 24 hour self-care days once a quarter, um, like different things like that, goals that I want to have, personal goals that I want to have for myself. Then um, following that would be like your family. So goals that you want to have for your children, goals as a parent, and then goals for your relationship. So if you have a significant other, a spouse, boyfriend, whatever, um, having specific goals to nurture that relationship. Um, And then following that would be like career. So whatever career career goals that you have for yourself to set. And for me, something that I added on for myself was spirituality. So for me, um, goals that I want to have for myself, whether it's reading more, more books, reading my Bible more, or more devotionals, um, spending more time with um, the community to do outreach or whatever goals that I want to set for myself spiritually. Yes. And it's important to have that broken down into the different levels of your life too, because um, something I've realized is that when you have it, when you have that stillness and you have that awareness of what may be missing in those different areas of your life that you want to improve, when you can really get aligned and understand what exactly it is to um, improve those different areas of your life, you kind of come to a realization that maybe it wasn't, the little adjustments that can be adjusted were not as hard or as difficult as you 
once thought it was, yeah, you know? That's true. But if you never take the time to sit down and think about each area and be in a in a mental, you know, stillness place, then you're not gonna really realize it and everything's gonna feel so, so tough, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And what happens when things feel too tough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't get and, those goals. And when you get to the, when when you're looking at those goals too, be mindful to be realistic with the goals. Like that's where the stillness really comes into play is because when you're looking at these goals you have to come from a realistic place because if you're not have that awareness of yourself awareness of your family awareness of your children you could make goals that in time can feel overwhelming one or two can feel like um too much on your plate and the mm -hmm. goal isn't to put too much on your plate the goal the goal is to make adjustments to your life in different areas that are going to be better suited for you and your family not what everybody else is doing or what's going on in other people's lives but to make realistic changes to your own life mm -hmm. so that you can balance that well i remember one year i had a goal to lose weight and I was like, okay, I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. and go do the workout, right? Mm -hmm. Come to find out, I'm more of a workout at night person. <laughs> right. <laughs> and not so much a morning workout person. Like, I was able to push through when I didn't have kids and I had a boyfriend, you know, my husband, and he was just a boyfriend. You know, those times in my life, I could get up in the morning and work out. And I didn't even enjoy it then, you know? Right, right. So, when you get that alignment and you get that self-awareness and when you're sitting down and you've gone through the reflection of what's worked and what hasn't, when you're sitting down and you're making these goals, um, really truly look at your, make sure that you go back to what's worked, what hasn't worked and really set goals that are going to go well with your own life. Not what you wish for, but mm -hmm. what's going to actually work. Right. Cause the goal yeah. is to reach it's to reach the goal, like not just right. set stuff just to be setting it. So you have to be make goals that are going to be realistic and attainable. Like you want to be able to, you don't want to set yourself up for failure. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get to more talking about that too. And then one just last bit before we move forward. Um, I know we're talking a lot about the goals, but I don't know about you, Kendra. When I look, when I start at the beginning of the year and I have a goal, I always work it backwards. Mm -hmm. So I look at the goal that I want to reach, and then I go from that goal and go down what the steps I think it takes to hit that goal. And honestly, sometimes when I work the goal backwards, sometimes I look at what it's going to take to get to that goal, and then I decide. I don't want to do that goal because I don't want to do what it takes to uh, <laughs> to achieve it. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so I'll be like, okay, now that I've worked the goal backwards, I don't want to do what it takes. Maybe a different part of my life, I'll come back to that goal. But right now, where my life is right now, that's just not realistic, mm. you know? Yeah. And so I think that's really important to, I think that also helps you figure out if the goal is realistic or not is because when you work it backwards, like some people will be like, you know, um, I want to make a, a million dollars this year. Well, to make a million dollars, you need to make like 3,300 a day, right? Right. So you need to have products or this or that 
that's gonna be able to equate to that three thousand and some hundred a day. And like in fashion, you you have to buy like three times that. So if, if I want to sell three thousand and something a day, then I need to have like ten thousand in inventory per each day. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. So those different types of things is what it takes to figure it out. So when you work it backwards, you can figure out, is this really the goal for me right now? Or yeah. are there some other steps I need to get better at before I can start working on this goal? Like sometimes when you work it backwards, you can realize if you do or, or don't have the, the skill mm -hmm. that you need to maybe get better at first before going after that, that goal. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, or even resources, like you're saying, yeah. if you are in a business to where the product is only $20 and you're trying to make a million dollars at the end of the year, you're going to have to be pushing a whole lot of products right. in order to reach that goal. So if you're working it backwards and you end up doing the math and you're like, okay, so maybe I can still have my $20 products, but I need to also have some $150 products that's right. going to help me to be able to reach that goal and still be able to have a, a, a different leverage of products or whatever, you know? Right, right. It's going to help you to be able to brainstorm more and to be able to see the end goal. Right. Backwards. So that makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's so much that plays into it. And to be honest with you, I think too, but it, it we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so the next thing we have is, of course, you know, you're brainstorming, you're thinking of all these things. And of course, you want to be able to write them down some type of way, right? So the main, um, form of that that people have adapted adopted over the years is a vision board right but sometimes with the vision board it depends on the person so i know it's really popular it's like oh so aesthetically pleasing blah 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 right but if you're going to make the vision board and then it's going to sit in a room that you never go in or you never post it up to where you can see it every day, it's like, it's not going to be able to do its job. So the goal of the vision board is to be able to see it. So there's different forms of that now. So you can have the concrete actual board. I've used a canvas before because I'm like, I want to be able to make it cute so that I want to put it up in my house. And I don't just have this tacky looking um, magazine clippings all over and no frame and like, and then I have this beautiful art piece next to it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and it just depends if you're more eclectic and you just, and you like things that are, um, you know, everybody's what's visually pleasing to everybody is different. But for me, that just didn't work out. So I like the digital vision boards. So you can create a digital vision board um, on Canva. Um, you can like take things from Pinterest and, you know, um, copy and paste and, you know, you can create it however you want so that it can be a screensaver on your phone or on your laptop, or you can actually print it out and frame it or whatever you feel like you need to do 
so that you can visually see it every day because that's the point is to be able to put it down on paper or put it down digitally so that you can view it and get motivated and as a reminder of what you what you goals you've already set um yeah so i i feel like you know it goes with the vision board you need to see it also you can do post-its like it can it can look however you want it to look so if you have a huge vision board but then you want to break that down and you want to put post-its in different parts of your house as reminders like whatever works for you but the goal is to get it written down you can't just come up with the goals and let them sit in your head because right that's not productive it's not and you're gonna and it's just too easy to forget if you just leave it to just sitting in your head mm-hmm. um it's kind of wild because you know once you go through this process of getting to a place where you create the goal you know, you write down the goal, you create the plan for the goal, you create the vision board or the digital vision board or just the writing. Once you get that down and, you know, the year starts and you feel like, okay, this is what I want to do. I think it's also smart to look at it that, you know, it's not every day you're not going to feel motivated to, to, to do that goal. There's going to be days that you want to give up. Um, and that's and that's normal to have days that you're going to want to give up that's just what it is so what i'd like to do is i have um things that i know i can tap into that um will motivate me so something that's smart to do is keep a tab or keep a folder or you know even if it's just links in your phone or whatever you need and keep the things that you know you could turn to that are going to motivate you or if you know you have a friend that you can talk to and every time you get off the phone with them you feel like a better person like you get hyped there's just some people you talk to when you get off the phone you feel like encouraged you know yeah and that's not saying to lean on them that's just to say if you could have casual conversation with them not even spilling your life or this and that there's just some people where you can just have casual conversation with like in my life when my husband it gets like a little down i he has this one friend that i'm like go 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 have a drink go talk go, <laughs> uh, go because I know when he comes back, he's his spirit. And, you know, because it's not, you know, there's different parts of our life that need a different thing. And even as a spouse, you can't be that for, you can't be a hundred percent of that for one person. Right. And, if you try, and if you try to, you're going to fail every time. So, and you don't want to be, honestly, that's just, right. it's just too much pressure. It's just too heavy. <laughs> so I know in different moods that I'm in, I, somebody I'd like to listen to is um, Sarah Jessica, what's her name, Sarah? Sarah Jakes Roberts. Yeah, Sarah Jakes Roberts. Mm-hmm. Um, I like listening to her. I have certain friends that I like to call. Um, I like talking to my mom. I, you know, at the end, I know I can, I can feel that alignment of remember what I'm trying to remember. So mm-hmm. prepare for the moments of doubt mm-hmm. and create a list of things that you know you can go to and afterwards you know you feel like okay everything's going to be all right or yeah. you know what um i'll start again tomorrow or monday or you know gets your mind back in cycle yeah yeah that's really good and something that you can do too as well um kind of curate your social media so that you because if you're going to be on there 
have things that are going to be positive that are going to motivate you like not things that are going to make you feel bad about yourself or going to make you feel discouraged or like you're not doing enough or you know try to like clean out your social media get rid of that stuff and load it up (laughs) with things that are going to motivate you and encourage you and add to the positivity that you're trying to create in your life um so i think that that is that's something that's helped me um is kind to just design my social media if i if i'm going to be on there i want to see things that are going to be positive that are going to add to my value and that are going to motivate me um towards my goals yeah and don't be afraid like when you get in the midst of it Mm -hmm. because truth be told the road can change but the direction can be the same okay yes so when you get in the middle when you get in the middle of that just know that sometimes you create a plan and then you realize how it could actually be better or how it can work better for your life. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid to change your plan around to make it work better for you. Like for me, the workouts in the morning don't work. So I do the workouts in the evening. Sometimes the workouts on the evenings don't work. So now I can only work out on the weekend. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay to have to pivot. Like we all set goals and sometimes things are not going in the direction that we would like for them to go and it it could just mean that god has a different plan for you like yeah you can plan 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 all day this is something that i have learned yeah you can plan your life you can set goals and then your whole world could be turned upside down so don't be so focused on the goals that you are completely defeated if something goes has a different plan it doesn't mean like nicole just said i don't even know the quote say it again girl it says <laughs> the, the road can change but the direction is the same yeah so you you can still reach that goal but it may look a little different you may hit peaks and valleys and we all are going to like it's 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 a journey it's a journey and you don't get discouraged if things change you just have to pivot refocus and grind it out yeah yeah so amen to that amen to that (laughs) yeah yeah we want to be set we want to set ourselves up to have a great positive um year and um i feel like getting a head start on your goal setting and getting motivated and kind of planning things out setting yourself up you know, cleaning things up, decluttering, like get, get as much done as you can to set yourself up to have a positive outcome. So Kendra, what's one goal you have for next year? So one goal that I have, obviously I just told y'all is (laughs) (laughs) um, to journal for real, for real. Yeah. What do you get out of journaling? Like what's um it's therapeutic for me. Um I I like to just get my thoughts out on paper because um I can be in my head a lot and yeah. it it, help, it makes me feel overwhelmed sometimes. So when I'm able to get my thoughts out on paper and kind of like just write prayers or 
um i just feel like it's just like a good personal time for me um and i do feel fulfilled from it so whenever i whenever i am able to do it like i feel amazing that's why i'm always like i'm gonna do this every day <laughs> you finish your outside. Yeah. It's like yeah. a workout. Like, when you finish the workout and you're like, oh, I feel great. Yes, yes. <laughs> Another goal. Um always, I always have to go to workout and I don't. So but I'm gonna try to, you know, we're gonna get it together. Um yeah, but I haven't honestly, I haven't really set my uh my concrete goals and I'm gonna do the stillness. I'm not going to yeah. put out things because if I, if I do that right now, um, yeah. it'll just be coming off the head with it. And I want to be intentional about it. I want to yeah. have my stillness. So when we come back from our break, I'll share with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to put you on the spot like that. I think I'm the same way too, is I'm still in the midst of the stillness. Mm -hmm. So when we come back from the break, I'll definitely, cause I've already started to write down, mm -hmm. but it just, it kind of, you have to just write it all down and it, stillness takes time. So yeah. I, I have started the decluttering though. I'm not, I'm not yeah. really a big clutter person, but there are a couple areas in my house that I haven't gotten to yet. And I, I've, try i've started like today i can clean out my car I'm like these kids just be throwing stuff back here I'm okay like, you know what i'm just always going 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 let me stop and clean out my car like yep. got me a little bag and cleaned out everything stuff that doesn't need to be there so um i've kind of already started like doing little stuff like that um planning out the goals that i have for like business things and just kind of like getting it done yeah so preparation preparation is getting me to where i need to be so that i can do the stillness i think i'm on that save wa save wavelength as you as especially when there's so many different categories like you know family you know and then i even have like a not a meeting but I sit down with my husband like you know, what's, uh, what are different things within our own marriage? Or like, I even talked to him last week about the whole once a quarter thing. And mm -hmm. really, you know, really like that idea because truth be told, uh, the first, when your child, I feel like the first year till your child turns one is so mm -hmm. hard. Like, at least for me on my marriage, mm -hmm. just because like adapt it's not so much adapting the baby to the family, but it's like you have to curate your whole life around that child yeah. and keeping them safe. It's just a lot of their dependence is on you. And so, especially with the child, like a lot of what she, her needs are met a lot of them by me, you know? Yeah. And so that stress or that, you know, sometimes feeling overwhelmed, like it's so much on yourself and it can put so much on your marriage mm -hmm. and so for me especially until my daughter turns one mm -hmm. i'm really intentional about lowering the pre lower the pressure and or anxiety on myself so you know different businesses or things have to take have to take a back seat because yes. i'm not going to lower my ability to be a mom you know yes, yes. so i always it's kind of tricky because um I always wanted to get to this place in life where uh, I, I guess I have a lot more freedom now, I guess, mm -hmm. but 
it's tricky because you're having to be your own boss and kind of show up consistently or whatnot. But I think for me, this new balance of really truly being my own boss and being a stay-at-home mom and having the baby all the time. Yeah. It's just, it's just a, a lifestyle. It's a different lifestyle shift, yeah. right? Yeah. And like, for me, I've done one thing for so long and now having to shift it. I think that's also like, for me, I'm having to sit in stillness for a really long time because I'm creating a whole life plan for a, a type of life I haven't lived, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And in the past, it was just like, I was a, I was a working mom. I, I could plan that. I know what my nine to five and mm-hmm. my morning and my nights, you know, I could plan it out. But now it's like, no, I really have to like a 24 hour plan. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it's nonstop. Like, yeah. But I mean, even before it was nonstop, but it's like a big chunk of my day was nine to five. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. That was already taken care of. That was already planned out. Like, it was. Right. Yeah. But now it's kind of like, uh, I can sit on the couch all day today if I truly <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> you have to push yourself. Yeah. So now it's kind of like, whoa and so shots out if first of all if you made it this far in the podcast leave us a review right because <laughs> you're loyal you're loyal we love you okay we love you and if you made it this far hit us let that be um uh you know a, a little gift a little christmas gift. no joking um, <laughs> but uh if you made it this far please leave a review because we appreciate you yes absolutely like we appreciate you guys for real, for real, for riding it out with us um, this year. We started this year and it's been so fun and exciting. And yeah, like we really be doing this. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so fun. I, and to be honest, like it, um, it's not, we both are moms. We're both busy. We both have businesses. We're both doing stuff. And so, we really are intentional about this podcast and we're going to sit um, over the break and figure out some things that we want to add or take away. And so we look forward to sharing those things with you guys next year too. Yes. And if you guys have any, I've meaning to say this before, if you guys have any topics or things that you would like for us to discuss that you're interested in, um, it might already be on our list, but just in case we will, yeah probably put a question box in the in our instagram so that we can just get an idea of um if there's anything or areas that we um haven't thought about that you guys are interested in so make sure you're following us on instagram at somebody's mama pod and on spotify pod uh apple podcast everything at somebody's mama podcast Please leave us a rating and review. Like Nicole said, if you guys made it this far, you must. Okay? Okay. (laughs) We appreciate it. We like to close out this year with some great ratings and reviews. And we will see you guys in 2022. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. We love y'all. Bye.